Hi, welcome to Notes from the Road. I'm your host, Evan Peary. I've spent more than a decade on tour with acts like Pentatonix, Dan and Shay, and Andy Minio. And I've slept everywhere from tour buses and floors to one-star hotel rooms and 15-passenger vans. My goal with this podcast is to provide a window into the side of touring life you don't see on Instagram or MTV. The behind-the-scenes, nitty-gritty tales of comedy, chaos, and camaraderie. Every episode, I'll be speaking with a different touring professional I've met along the way, giving them the opportunity to tell their story of how they got started, where they're headed, and everything else in between. This episode, I'm joined by Thomas Falcone, whose touring resume includes Big Sean, Dylan Francis, and All Time Low, among others. Thomas, a New York native, is a visual storyteller. He's the one who gives fans a glimpse into an artist's daily life through his unique style of candid photography. His story starts out in small New Jersey clubs shooting local artists and leads to flying all over the world with some of the biggest musicians of our time. We talk about sticking to your vision, earning artist trust, and fake IDs as currency. This is Notes from the Road with Thomas Falcone. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir. Uh, today we have a photographer, touring photographer, Thomas Falcone joining yes, us yes, yes, yes. to give us another completely different uh, take on the touring industry mm-hmm. and uh, uh, to see kind of where he got his start, how he's progressed and uh, gotten mm-hmm. to the the level and elevation that he's been to. Yes, sir. Uh, I know some of his credits include right now, currently Dylan Francis. He's actually, this is the first active touring podcast where Tom is Thomas is about to leave on yeah, tour so like we're, we're doing this in a hotel, hotel room right um, I actually kind of like that too like this is this is cool that's gonna be that's part of the goal and it that's is maybe really to, is I didn't to kinda, think about that to, I was like man yeah it's to hopefully like catch people passing through Nashville yeah that's that's really cool actually. so we're in Nashville yeah. still but we're Tom, Thomas like is that. on the road so I'm excited because yes. this is like the true feeling of that but so his l- lately some of his larger photography credits include both Dylan Francis and then working with Big Sean which he yes. did for a very yeah, very reasonably long time. stint. Very yeah. long time, all time low. And then when I'm at home, I still, you know, whenever we have time off, I'll grind. Like, I still will be like, all right, we have like three weeks off. Like, I'm going to book as much as I can Tom, at home. Thomas truly becoming a New Yorker because that's where he's based yes, these yeah. days. New York, yes. New York City, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. Um, but let's go, let's jump way back. So give mm-hmm. me, give me a little gist of like how you like what your infatuation with photography was mm-hmm. and then the starting point, like was there some schooling or did you kind of learn on your own? And yeah. then, and then we'll jump into kind of yeah. like how you got on the road, sure, et cetera. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so I used to play drums and this is, you know, I feel like that's how it starts. You know, your parents most people, give you yeah. like, you know, uh, uh, a drum kit or something. Cause it's like, man, like I love music. So, and that, that was kind of how it all started. I was, I was trying to be in a band Band didn't work out. We, we didn't tour. We didn't play one show. We were just like jamming, you know? It was like super cool. We were like 15 years old. Like, it was fun. That's how it all started, you know? It's just like a one one thing sparks another interest. And then I felt like I dug pretty deep in uh, the just like the music industry aspect of it. And I was sure. like, there's so much going. I feel like not a lot of people think of it like that. They just go, oh, wow, like it's you're in a band and you're not in a band or like you're an artist and you're not an artist. And right. it's like, no, 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 no. So, like, so same similar age yeah. and you just are observing there's, there's yeah. a lot of other people yeah, and a lot of other like, moving it, parts. You know, and I feel like, you know, like I was saying, I feel like it's really hard for a kid at 16 mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, well I want to build a stage or like, I want to <laughs> right. be behind the scenes. Right, right, right. I think a lot of the time, you know, just the idea of being the artist or like, you know, a celebrity is like, obviously is a pretty 
cool or whatever you want to call it, like thing that is, you know, formulated. For that's most whatever. teenagers' aspiration. It, it, exactly, they don't understand exactly. that there's so much more involved exactly, in, in that. Exactly. That they just think like I play guitar and exactly. I want to, or I want to be a lead singer and I'm exactly, going to be in exactly. a band. So yeah, so I'm, I, I've obviously looked at it like no, I don't, I don't care anymore. Like I'm just going to do something that's completely different. So right. I started going to shows and I met this one photographer. It was Jonathan Vaccaro and he doesn't tour. He was just like a dude that took pictures at these like local and, shows. Right, in, and in where New we're in New Jersey in um, okay. Montclair. Yeah. So are well, you from New Jersey originally? No, no, no. no. But I, 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 so I obviously liked all these bigger artists back then, but for some reason, like MySpace brought me to like these really small, we, like New Jersey strong, bands. very strong scene in New like, Jersey. That's like, like, like th- that's I was making my parents drive me to New Jersey once or twice a month. From where though? So where were you uh, based? From Westchester, New York. So okay, maybe so like not an hour super and a half. Far, no, not no, super no, far. No, no, no. Okay, but so, it was cool. It was like this little community that like these local bands were just like playing cool shows and like the music was awesome. And now like, that, now that I think about that name again and you saying that, I bet he's probably more about my age. Cause I feel like yeah, I, I don't know yeah. if I, I never met him personally, but Definitely. I would see those for t- photos because yep. he'd always have his tag at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I was like, and, man, this dude is, is and, like, this is cool. And growing up where I grew up and, you know, as, now that I like meet people and talk to people, yeah. you know, both in sort of the scene world and then people that you think don't yeah. know anything about the music that we for sort sure. of existed in, but then they were the biggest fans. Exactly. They go, you lived in New Jersey in that timeline of like, like, yeah, saves yeah. the day. And like, even like yes. a Taking Back Sunday where they're from New York, but they were yep. close enough and they played a lot of shows 100%. in Jersey. And, you know, it's so like there were all these bands sort of in that early 2000 era that like I was just privy to by yeah. by proxy because I was close. Dude, and I, so I loved it. Like, it's awesome to hear that you were like making your parents oh, bring you down. Oh, my parents were stoked. They were like, man, this is really cool that our son is getting involved in like another asset of like a community that's not involved with like sports. Because I used to play sports. Um, but the, the way that I kind of went about it, I was like, mom, like dad, this is like, this, this is like art, you know, this is something that not a lot of kids are into, mm-hmm. but like, I think it, I think it'd be really cool for like me to start going to like shows and like just meeting new people and like experiencing a kind of different side of what all my friends at home are doing. Um, which is, you know, sometimes kind of hit or miss if parents are like accepting of that, I guess. I, yeah. I mean, I think my parents were somewhere in the middle. Sometimes yeah. they were totally cool. And yeah. then sometimes I would, cause the same, I was, I was locally in New Jersey kind yeah. of, I had friends who let me hang around and exactly. see what was going on and I would come home late. And I mm-hmm. remember, you know, my mom not being happy about that sometimes, yeah. but I was get not getting in trouble. I was staying out of trouble and that was exactly. the point. I'm sure maybe that's why your parents so it, were. Well, that's the thing, you know, and, and they would see how happy I was like going to these shows. And then that's why I started picking up uh, a camera. Cause I saw this one dude do it. And then, you know, because it was kind of like a part, not like a party, but like, you know, for example, I would be so excited like the next couple of days to be like, man, like I'm going to follow this dude, Jonathan, and see the pictures of the show that I went to. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it's kind of like a, you know, like a wedding or something. It's like, man, like I'm so excited to relive that. Right. And that was something that I like absolutely fell in love with doing was following his work. And then I was like, man, why don't I just do this? Like, why don't I just bring a random, like small little camera and like talk to this dude and, you know, him and I spoke a little bit and, and he kind of showed me a little bit of, uh, what he was doing and why he was doing it. And then that's when I started like investing, but, um, I started investing in, like nicer cameras and equipment and stuff like that. But, um, I would still keep going to these smaller shows, like dude, maybe like 50 people there. Like, right. fuck, what's the venue called? Um, Hamilton Street Cafe. Remember that one? Dude, Yeah, no, that was like... I don't think it exists anymore. No, it There's doesn't. a they, lot of that. They changed it. And then there was... Uh, uh, I used to go to School of Rock all the time in Hackensack, mm-hmm. New, York, uh, Hackensack mm-hmm. New Jersey. 
Honestly, didn't and then there was really a couple more. didn't really hang out in that place until I did shows there. Like, cause yeah. coming from like yeah. Central Jersey, that was like kind of a that was that would have been far. You well, know, for like and a and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere where right. where Hamilton Street was. But, but the, all of those places were kind of. Um, Formative, you know, formative for so many kids in in the in Dude, the greater tri-state so area. So like New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, yes. like kids would drive because the window isn't super far. You know, mm. it's like two to three hours at the most. Yeah. So I knew plenty of kids that would follow, follow bands yeah. like that were doing like that's a New York, doing. New Jersey, and a PA it show. Was, it was so. so cool, man. It was like that. So yeah, that's I'll always and it's funny because you know I, I've been to my parents' house. I don't know when was when did I do this. So whatever. So I have a drawer in my parents' house of like right. eight or five by seven prints from these shows because, you know, I was like, man, like, mom, like, I want to print these pictures because that's when, like, you know, this was nine years ago or something. I was like, man, I want to, like, start a photo album and this and that. And that's when I was, like, really getting involved. And I was trying different formulas and, you know, like, uh, formats of, of photography and stuff like that. Sure. And that's that when, was... like, all that stuff was cool. Like, right. Well, and also, <laughs> I feel like in that era, that's still sort of pre-social, social media. Oh, one million percent. You know, so people could one see your percent, people yeah. could see your photos somewhere but you know what to really show you could still yeah. printing was still well, probably the even best even back way. then when i was shooting like when this dude jonathan was shooting as well it was only myspace and it was only like, like there was no instagram right facebook was just becoming a thing um so it was like how else do you get right, your showcase out there? your, your yeah, photography so, so like i remember bringing an actual photo album to one of these shows being like Dude, this is what I shot for you guys like a month ago. Right, you know? so you were bringing your portfolio. It was it, with literally you. bringing yeah. my my pictures. Like it, I know it's like you're, everyone's probably like, "Dude, how old is this kid? Like, yeah. what is he doing?" But um, for the record, how old are you? Because I'm, I'm 27. Yeah, so you but <laughs> yeah. still you see so you were yeah. a 16, 17 year old yeah. kid. Oh which yeah, had to be impressive to it some people awesome. that you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure not all those bands were your age. I'm sure they were. No, they were. Older. You know, they were like 21 to like 24. Yeah. So I, I remember doing a photo shoot for this one band and the lead singer kind of looked like me and the payment was a fake ID. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> See, this is what I want to get out of this. It's I know so everybody's good, I have got like amazing the, like, stories like this. So this, his name is Matt Condon. I'll never forget it, man. And, you know, I was 17. Right. I made my parents drive me out there. And they were like, are you like, because, you know, it was a personal photo shoot. It was right. like, you know, for the bands, like the promo pictures. Right. And I was like, man, like this cool band is like, you know, they, they want me to take pictures of them. It's like really personal, you know? And this is when I started getting into like portrait stuff and all that stuff. And my parents were like, well, are you going to charge them? Like, you know, what are you going to, like, how do you learn that? Sure. Like you everybody's know? parents wonder, exactly. you, it's is like, there something more to this exactly. than you do this So I ended up telling my mom, I was like, dude, like they're giving me a big idea. <laughs> I swear to God. My mom was like, you're kidding me, right? Like the, I don't That's approve this. absolutely amazing. So Yeah. Uh, dude, I had that fake ID for a very long time. Yeah, well, if you were only 17, <laughs> I'm sure. So oh, boy. I went to like, yeah, yeah I, whatever. But. All right, so that, but so from from this point, so yeah, you're, yeah. I mean, I imagine you're still in high school. Yes, I and was. You're, and you're you're locally doing this, and, mm-hmm. and, and which I think that's got to be most people that are doing any type of any, media any like yourself. Yeah, well, anything yeah. for the most part, but like yeah. you were, like versus me, I was just paying attention, wondering what people were doing and for how, sure. like I, I knew I wasn't, um, musically talented enough i just knew it and i, I accepted sure. that but i started to notice like what else That's is kind of same available me, you know? but like for you at least you were actively out there at that yeah. point already you know shooting photos and mm-hmm. trying to hone a craft mm-hmm. so what's the next step from that point like college at all yeah. or you know any type I, of um, studying to learn more about your craft so, or was so it all when i was shooting in new jersey just like 
you know, with I started with a point and shoot, and then I had and invested in like a a Canon Rebel, which is you know a DSLR. Yeah, the basic, a basic yeah, DSLR. super basic. I had like one lens; it was fine. Um, so at that point, it was all pretty much self-taught. Um, it was a lot of talking to other people. You know, how do I do this? A lot of um, you know reading and honestly, a lot of it was just looking at other people's work and then hitting them up and be like, dude, what lens did you use for that? Or like, did you use a flash? Or like, you know, and that's how I learned was just like talking to other people and trying it out and then doing it myself at a show. Sure. And, you know, these shows you didn't need access. You didn't you didn't need a photo pass or anything. You just brought your camera. Or you and know? you just got your way to the front. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, you know, it was, like I said, like 50 people before. Um, so yeah, so I was trying stuff and during that time I was trying stuff and trying stuff and I would look at other photographers and be like, man, what are they doing that's like so different? So I was pretty much self-taught and then I took a class in uh, high school that was like a black and white, you know, pretty typical. Sure. Uh, teacher hated me, basically almost <laughs> failed, which is so, tr I feel like that's a lot of people's stories. Like they're like, oh dude, I'm a great photographer now. Like I almost failed my high school class. Or, or even musicians that were like, exactly. I almost got kicked exactly. out of music class. Like they could tell yeah. that I, I was after something, but exactly. not, I was not listening. Yeah. 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 So you, so you, you had an eye, but the teacher, you weren't listening to like the lesson. I also I wasn't like the best student. I was just like, man, I'm not going to do my work or like, you right. know, I'm, you know, I, I think a lot of what I saw and even when I did go to college and, you know, I'll go into that for, for a second. Um, but a lot of the times it's like, you need to do this in five days for an assignment. And it's like, I'll be honest with you. I know this might sound crazy, but art does not, it's not just formed. Like you can't just force something and like, yeah, you can, you can do photo shoots and everything. But like, if you're going to do like documentary work and stuff like that, it's, you just got to just go on the fly. Right. You know, so that was what I was kind of trying to do. Um, and right, that's what like, I still so you're, kind of so do it's, But it's, so it's art with the constraint of school. And that's why exactly, I, exactly. I, I feel like, in talking with just artists and and, and I get you know and, and photographers and yeah. any any of the arts I guess people skip schools because they feel like it ruins yeah. the creative yeah. part of yeah. uh, you know that side of it because then you're, it's too it's too constrained yeah. there's too many constraints it's too format it's mm -hmm. too formulated exactly and I mean so then I eventually went to college and I I didn't I liked it it was fine it was whatever um, but honestly I think a lot of it was the critiquing part of it a lot of people saying oh, you're doing this wrong or like, this is not correct. I'm like, what do you mean this is not correct? Like this, this is how I want it to look. And I feel like when I was in school, it was very like a lot of people just hating on my stuff. And, you know, like I, I went to school for two years and I left the program. It was a two year program. I graduated it. It was great. Like I would. Was, so this was college. This was yeah, a, this is college. A, yeah, a, yeah. A short program. Okay. Yeah. I was in Boston. And, right. But it like, it was just so, you know, like just, so many people just telling me I was wrong. I was like, man, like I'm not wrong. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, but go I, to a museum and like look at like a like a piece of art, and you're gonna tell like Picasso that he's wrong or like someone someone that you know what I mean? It, it was just mind blowing. It's, a, it's I mean it. I mean like most art, it's a subjective field. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so and and to think about some of the greatest creators of more our generation. Not to go down the road, yeah. but if we think of it like a Kanye, like, like one hundred percent controversial human, hundred yeah. percent. I don't think that can be argued. No, not even close. But yet. you know, some people love it. Some it's it's polarizing. Every every I think most artists are. You know, like mm -hmm. I think that especially ones that were pushing envelopes for their time period. Yeah, for sure. You know, so like even a Picasso in his time, yeah. he wasn't appreciated. No, the same no. to the same extent that we now like the price tag that we put on it or the one the value that is put on on that work. So. Um, 
Yeah, and I feel like it's it, really interesting. So yeah, you you have a great, so that, I, a great. That's a great story though that you yeah. had. You had a, so you just had a different vision. From yeah, I just the, had a different vision. I was just like, I was just so, and I'm a very like dude. If someone's gonna tell me I'm wrong, like I'm gonna fucking prove you. <laughs> I'm gonna prove you wrong. Right. Like you know, and that even came down to people being like, oh, you want to go on the road and tour with bands? Like good luck, you know. And that I'm a very like motivated person when it comes down to that stuff, especially when it comes down to something that I believe in and that like I want to work for with like an art, you know, subjective. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. right, so what's that? So 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 people telling you maybe yeah maybe it was just to- like so many people just hating on my stuff and I was so bummed out because like this it, a lot of my stuff was really personal like I loved it and I just couldn't wrap it around my head why like not a lot of people liked my work and I was like man what is going on but so so then transition that into and then people telling you like oh and you then there were some people who were like bands I'm, or tour so like what so yeah so that's why that process to push you to then for sure figure that out so you know when I took the classes in school it was. Um, it was an editorial class, which I wanted to do, you know, like magazine work and, you know, like studio stuff and this, this and that. And then I did a portraiture class, which still which, leads into, which I imagine though, that those are still good grounds. Like even if they, they are, they, yeah. if your, exactly. your, your, your vision and aesthetic isn't the same as whatever the professor was having the, the background or at well, least the that's base why I that. took those classes sure. as well. Cause like, you know, it, for me, I went into it, um, trying to do more technical stuff. Cause I was like, right. well, dude, if I, if I know the technical, I can do whatever I need to do. You can apply the technical to, to your spin. Else. On yeah, it. my my aesthetic or you know whatever. So that's why I pretty much went to school, um, just to kind of like learn like more lighting or you know whatever. Um, so yeah, so then they were like, oh, you know, we had to do like six year or ten year plans, and they were like, <laughs> I was like, it's, I it's, don't it doesn't know. matter what it doesn't no, matter what like, you go to school for that <laughs> like, comes up. Fuck? So so you know, I was like, man, it'd be really cool to like go on the road and you know. Cause I was shooting all these bands and I was doing like more musician musicians when I was in Boston. And I just thought it was cool to, you know, go on the road. And I think it was getting more popular when, uh, I was doing more stuff like that. And I just, you know, kept meeting people and meeting people and, you know, eventually it worked out. But. Okay. So what was the transition then from locally kind of getting, and I imagine oh, by yeah. that, okay, I imagine so, by that point you were getting yourself to and from shows. And, yeah. Oh and, yeah. And, so that's know, when I was in college. Yeah. I was still shooting. So that's when I moved from New York to Boston and it was really hard because, you know, I think a lot of people were like, damn, like this kid's from New York. He doesn't know any people in Boston, but like he's still shooting like all these people. Like, how's he doing that? And it's because I brought my connections from, you know, like the promoters or like mm-hmm. whoever was giving me these photo passes to to then be like, hey, well, do you know people in Boston? Because I'm about to move there. Right. So that's when I eventually told everyone that I was moving there, brought my connections up there, um, started shooting shows and doing all that stuff. So, yeah. Wait, I forgot. Well, no, and so then, so then, from that point of like, you know, you're in school and you're in oh, Boston. Yeah, what's what's the transition to like who did you meet to then end up on okay. the road or who? How did you, how so, did so, you so, get so your? So do you know the story? No, that's why. That's oh why my I'm, God. I'm genu- Wait, I'm, are you serious? I'm genuinely asking. Okay, you. so yeah. I, I, and maybe I know, but it's blow been a while. This that might I've, blow your mind. Yeah, that's and I and so that's, that's I'm not lying to you. That's what I'm trying to get at with all this. Okay, I have so many people that I've known forever and ever. You know, and. I know their basic story, yeah, but yeah. I don't know the start, and oh, that's God. My, that's what we're. That's what I'm, I really. I'm want not to, to blow your mind right but now. That's really what I want to explore here, is because <laughs> like I feel like everybody has that. This is that crux moment of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. how did it happen? You know, how did okay. you go from being okay. lo- local photographer Thomas <laughs> sure. Falcone to okay, so touring? I was living with a girl at the time, and we. So I, I was like, we should have a party tonight. This is I swear my this story. All right, I was like, we should have a party tonight. Um invite whoever you need and she and she knew some dudes in like the music industry she was like she wasn't like a band chick but she wanted to also tour um etc etc she knew some local people whatever 
So she, 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 we're like, we're like in our apartment, and she's like, dude, uh, this dude who works for Mayday Parade is about to come here, and I was like, wait, what? Like, okay. And I was hammered. She was like, yeah, like you know, I don't know how he wants to come here, or like what, who he's coming with, but like, he works for Mayday Parade. Obviously, we know who he is. But well, whatever. I was like. Okay, this is great. Like, this is fucking phenomenal. And so what, give me a year, what year this is? This is 2011. Okay. Yeah, 2011. So Mike Finn, who is my current (laughs) tour manager, walks into my apartment and I'm wasted. Like, dude, like, do you want to drink? Like, do you, what do you, like, do you want to play games? Like, I was, you know, I was just trying to like cater to him because I looked up to him or like, you know, I just met him. I wanted to like get my in sure because you know my roommate at the time was like yeah he's a big deal he knows everyone like he tours for a living i'm like man that's so cool like fuck yeah this is gonna be uh i I hope this podcast doesn't turn into like kevin bacon like like (laughs) six degrees from mike finn (laughs) so long story short um yeah, yeah so i hung with him then i had a project due for class say like the next week so i you know i got mike's number and i was like okay dude can I, sh- can I shoot you for my project for school? You know, it's a portraiture thing. He goes, I just bought a motorcycle and I just got my whole chest tattooed. I was like, great. This is, this is great. Like, I love this. He goes, come shoot me on my motorcycle. I was like, cool, great. I'll do it. <laughs> so I go, oh, to, I go to like, I find this location. I'm like, all right, we're going to do it here. I do this full photo shoot for him. And then I go back to his apartment and he takes off his shirt and he's fully tattooed. And I'm like, dude, like I need to take pictures of you right now. So I have all these pictures of him like on a motorcycle and all stuff. And then can you, you know, we, we can, formed a relationship. Can, we, can you please provide those to me? I have some them. Point and it's funny because we talk about it all the time. He's like, you still got those? I'm like, yeah, I still have them. Those might need to make it on the They're internet. They're incredible. They're Sorry. somewhere on the internet. But um, so yeah, then we just became like really good friends. I was still working at school and like, you know, trying to graduate this two-year program. And um, Mike and I got really close. We, you know, we get coffee all the time. But then he'd go on the road and I'm like, damn, like, like, I just not not saying I lost a friend like man that's cool like I'm like jealous like he can just do that and like have a home life and then go on the road and whatever so I forgot why he pitched the idea of me coming out with Made a Parade and he was like yeah you should um you should come on like this two-week tour he was like I'll write your professors uh (laughs) like like a I can't even imagine a note from Mike Finn so so he literally wrote um you know this whole thing (laughs) <laughs> that it, like a real world experience. I'm yeah. going to give Thomas real like, world experience. Exactly. And, for... it, and it's cool because, you know, when I went back to school after that two week run, I delivered some of my favorite pictures to this day, to be completely honest. And I was like, man, like that was amazing. That was real life. And my professors were very happy with it. They were like, that was, that's really cool that you did that. Um, yeah. I mean, I think if at that point, if you had somebody that cared enough yeah. for what you're doing and then could, yeah. could uh, you know, uh, it wasn't really like a question. It wasn't like, it was more of like, hey, I'm going to do this because it's involving school. I'm going to be working and this is going towards my career. Right. So there was and no way that they were going to say no. what you wanted to do with photography. Exactly, not, not, exactly. You didn't want to be a studio or portrait. No, exactly. And, and it, it, was, it was really cool. And I was the first person in my class to do you know, something outside of school to like, you know, follow up in my career. Cause it was a very, uh, how would you say it? Like the school, it was like a career driven, like they would like help you get jobs and stuff like that. Sure. And like job leads and this and that. Um, but the fact that I did it on your own life self, yeah. yeah was, through your own connections. Like they were like, what is happening? I mean, that's, like, that's sort of like the, the, 
that's your first lesson in touring is like yeah. you, you got to 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 keep working yeah. you have to find the work yourself for sure there's yeah no, I mean, still to this day you know, i everyone. feel like i feel like i did sort of talk about this with mike but like there is no monster or indeed no. or you know there's no there's no, not i mean there, the you know there's like world. nomads but like you know i think a lot of it and the way to, to get jobs is just like being friends with people and you know kind of like showing who you really are and like you know working hard right know, well, and, you, and, and i mean you can matches. still have a portfolio which is the nice well, yeah, part yeah, about yeah, what you do and, and then it's again it's still and and i discussed this a little bit with mike yep. when i talked to him but it's you know he his whole thing is work first friend, friends later but sure. my I, I think the best experiences i've ever had on the road were um the vibe has to be right because yeah. you could be the best uh, monitor engineer, front of house yeah. audio engineer, guitar tech, but you, you, if your attitude isn't great, for sure, you know, and and I think at that level of mm -hmm. of Mayday Parade, so one bus, one trailer, yep. for the most part, mm -hmm. everybody sort of needs to be a cohesive unit, yeah. or you know, it's. I mean, you got to think you're waking up to these people that you've never met, especially and with and me. You're, when it comes down 12 to it. inches away from them yeah, most of the, the time and, and the way that i kind of and i what i always tell people it's like for me and my job i'm shoving a camera in these people's faces at any time of the day like yeah. that's why they hire me and for them to not feel comfortable with me is is like that's terrible that's, okay that's a terrible so, feeling so let's, you know what i mean let's delve into that a little bit too because so you know what you for everybody else on the road they sort of go into their own world so if you are yeah, the tour manager sure. if you're a guitar tech if you're a stage tech backline tech yeah um you know merch doing merchandise mm -hmm. you just you get off the bus or out of the van and or whatever right and, you, your, and you go into your world but uh -huh. you you know your profession is access is having yeah. access and having trust and having yeah. um you your goal is to get the most uh, intimate or quality sure. version of that mm -hmm. because you're being invited in it's, yeah to 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 the the boss yeah like the biggest deal but, of you know and and, and so i feel like a lot more of the time like the the people documenting it whether it be by video or photo yeah. are usually even just tighter with that crowd because mm -hmm. there needs to be that level of um infiltration for lack of a better word mm. because so it seems real and it seems yeah. you know yeah, sincere it, yeah um and so what you know in, in that case so you went out with mayday parade for a couple weeks yeah how long did it take for that kind of wall to come down where they <sighs> felt you know comfortable with you having you I, in, in i would say like especially when i was that young it took them because you know i think i was their first photographer ever you know, this wasn't a thing back then. Right. Well, you know, a first photographer, photographer that's going to go, like, be in, with, like, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. embedded yeah. in their camp. Exactly. You yeah. Know, so which, it, it did take, I would say, after that two weeks is when they were like, no, no, he's cool. And then I went out back out with him. Right. But the first couple weeks, I feel like, you know, I feel like for every artist, it's very hard for you to let someone in that fast. You know, whether it's your personal life or, like, what you do on a daily basis. And just having someone shoot everything is sometimes it's like damn like put the camera down you know what i mean because it's like right whatever you're doing whether someone's around or you know they're doing something or like stupid, hey we're just like going drinking. to get coffee and you're like hey no tom just it, thomas just come get coffee it, with us yeah exactly you know, like, exactly but you know but but I, I i feel like you're the eyes that the fans are looking for yeah i think you, nowadays it, it's um i think that fans want to be so involved that they want the everyday pictures you know they want to see their favorite celebrities or musicians be normal people right and i feel like that's what really connects uh the fans with you know the artists 
to an insane level that we've never had before. Yeah, and you and know? granted, most artists these days are giving those glimpses in their yeah. own social media. 100%, but, yeah. but your what you do for a living is now providing that color and yeah. and giving it a way more vivid mm-hmm. um, picture, for a lack of better term, yeah, but you know, sure. vivid experience to that mm-hmm. the the fan and and to you know people that are that enjoy the artist, the musician, the, you know, who mm. are the, that creative, yeah. that creative person. What, what have you seen? I guess I'm going to just shift to this. So since you, you had that first experience and we'll come back to you and kind of move on. But sure. so since let's say 2011 ish, mm-hmm. how drastic has all that changed? Cause now you do see like any, yeah. every type of genre, they want that person kind of embedded in their camp yeah. to get those, you know, like they can only cover so much with their phone. For sure. Right. And they don't, they, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're also going on stage. They have a microphone in their mm-hmm. hand or their gear on. So there needs to be that secondary person that's yeah, documenting always, always. those those interesting interactions. There's a guest out. There's mm-hmm. or that normal life. Their kids are there. Their family's there. So like, mm-hmm. what have you seen change in terms of maybe work picking up in general, or like the the like what people are looking for when you get hired on now versus mm-hmm. even five years ago? I think that it's really interesting. It depends on who I work with. Um, like I think Dylan is very documentary heavy, just like random candidates and stuff like that. Whereas when I do Sean, he's very portrait heavy, like very posed, very like not fake, but he, he he's very not the word perfect, but he's very. But like, he wants you to get the the as much. He doesn't want it to be a quick. Snap. No, he no, no, wants no, no, you no, to no. get the full picture of everything that's yes. going on with him around exactly, him in that moment. Exactly, exactly. Like but he, that, I mean, that's an. Like you, I could appreciate that. It's two that different he, styles. He wants of to be stoic sure. in the photo and exactly. get get like a very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, whereas Dylan's just like yeah, just like take pictures, or whatever, like walking around and doing. And like I do that with Sean and you know some other artists too, but um it's definitely way two different styles and i think that everyone just kind of you know i think for the artists as well they they have an aesthetic too you know and i feel like if they kind of go off the beaten path a little bit maybe their following will not like it or maybe they see something on social media that like that i don't I'm, sure. not, I'm not too sure, you know. But I'm just saying too, like you're then a part of that collaborative creative oh, process yeah, yeah, now yeah, because sure. you're you're you know it either needs to be your vision or a combination. Exactly. Of you need to get what they want. Well, I mean, I feel like I've been working with some of these people long enough, like Sean for three years, Dylan for about a year now, that I know what they're gonna like and what they're gonna post. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, man, I'm not even gonna take this picture because I know you're not gonna like it, you know. Um, so that's where you kind of like, re- you know, once you're living with these people, literally living with them, like. You you get to know them just like anyone else, you know, and you get to, you know, I do. I know some spots that I'm like, you're gonna want me to edit that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like without even a, without even asking me, I know you're gonna want me to, you know, fix your hair or like something like that. You know, so you know, you just learn people throughout time, and I think everyone's different. And I'm still, I think I'm still learning newer people. You know, because I just worked with a couple of new people in the last like two months or so. Can you say who that is, or do you know? Yeah, say? I, I shot with Camila Cabello cool. for a little bit. Yeah, well, like a couple of days, and then and that's I, a high profile thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to be very and delicate for, with and, that. And I'm for sure. me, it was the first female artist I've ever shot. Wow. And yeah, it was really interesting. I was super nervous about it. I was like, man, like I don't even know how to pose her. You know, right. well, yeah. You, I mean, and especially in this day and age, with like, with anything, you don't yeah. want to be inappropriate. No, you don't no, want to. You don't want to ask for something exactly. that might could be construed that way in some way. Yeah, like I was so nervous. I was like sweating, and but she was like, she was so fun. She was like, yeah, let's go shoot. I was like, 
tight. Like that's awesome. I mean, um, I imagine she's been around it now, kind of coming out of a girl group and being yeah, yeah, kind of sure. told all the time how to exactly. pose. That if you were maybe even giving her some artistic freedom yep. and license in that, she yeah, was probably she pretty, sure. pretty excited about that yeah. too. But like even down to her, you know, compared to like Dylan and, and Sean, it's dude, it's way way different shooting with because those are three different genres, of course, three different people, yeah. Like three different age brackets, very different, yes, distinct exactly, age brackets too, exactly. for real. So, but I like that. It's kind of, it's kind of like, um, it, 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 I don't know. It's really interesting though. I, I love it. It keeps me on my toes. It keeps me like, you know, motivated to like keep shooting like stuff, you know, different stuff and all that stuff. Um, and then, all right, let's just jump back to, so now you went out with Mayday Parade. Did yep. you, you finished school in, uh, yeah, somewhere finished school, in that time? I did Mayday Parade for like, say, Three years, right? So starting in 2011, and then yep, you went 2011 to like 2014. Okay, you know we did a full book, which was about 200 pages, which cool. is awesome. Um, we did. I did a documentary for them, and what else did we do? And so with the bo- with the book process, was that? I mean, how? Uh, you know, because that's another skill is trying to kind yeah. of compile. And then, did was that a, a big collaborative effort, or was that a lot of them? You just submitted them um, all the photos, and they picked. So I through? think the idea was doing a book because we had so much stuff going on. You know, from 2011 to 2014, um, and even stuff. You know, because the book is based on kind of the whole band up until that point. So they had like iPhone pictures and stuff, and we put some of that stuff in. So it's a pretty much full story up until that point. Um, but just the evolution of the band and like what they look like and like, yeah. And that's, that's like a, when I was with Mayday Parade and even like up in, I've only been with Dylan for a year now, but just the way that people change and like what they look like and what we do is, and you're documenting it. You can see it like seriously. You can be like, man, like he cut his hair, like, or like he lost like, say like 10 pounds or whatever. Like that's, that's cool to me to see prog- like progress. And you know, even down to shows, like, I remember shooting some shows in 2011. Mm-hmm. There's a hundred people there, and then four years later, it's the same exact city, and there's 25 people, 2,500 people there. You right. know, so like so that, that's, that's got to be, and that's got to be exciting because you're the one behind. Like you know, the band's exactly. going through it, and they might be experiencing it, but you're actually you have documented documenting proof it, yeah. of that. So that's, no, that's the best that's part. Exciting. I, I love um, seeing like progression, and and that was like one thing that I like really strive on. Is like progression, whether it's from myself or just an artist in general. I love seeing that, you know. So, long story short, I was just telling you about Josiah, right? My, my best best friend, Josiah Van Dien. She's with Sean Mendez. I'll never forget the day he called me. He's like, "Dude, I got asked to do Sean Mendez." I was like, "Isn't he like 16? And he was like, "Yeah, he's sixteen or he's like 17. I was like, right. "Dude, that's tight. Do it." Like, so he's been with Sean now. Sean's twenty one now, right? And he's seeing this kid grow, and yeah. he's documenting. So he's truly like, documented. Dude, I'm his life. so jealous. Like that, that that's probably the coolest. You know, that kid's young. You know, yeah. or he was young, right? And to right. See so that I know, growth what, I know like, what you're saying with like you got to do it because like if you can get in and, and yeah. he trusts you and you can stay in, that'll be you'll have this, oh my god, you'll have this d- like lifeline. Yeah, or and, lifelong. and like you know, obviously he's like a massive deal and he's a great artist and everything, but that's how I looked at it when he told me about it. And I was like, dude, like that's, that's awesome. Like that you're going to be documenting this kid's life for X amount of years, you know? Sure. So I think that's like a beautiful thing. Um, okay. So the, so then the transition from, so like, let's say 2014 yeah. now, and then, and then what I imagine yeah. you're, you know, now your work is out there. Oh yeah, yeah. So other people might be interested. What, what came next in terms of, you know, I, I know Artists those, the, like the Mayday, 
parade mm-hmm. guys, you'll, those, that'll always be family. Those family. guys are your family. Just had lunch with Alex, actually. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm going to say it. I'm, he's a, ho- a future guest, I hope. I feel yeah. like he's, yeah, he you would should. be a yeah. great person to chat with. He's, I've known, he's so intelligent. I've he known, might outsmart anyone. He, I feel that way a lot <laughs> when I see him and we chat here in town. But I love him because he's super low-key. But yeah, yeah and another person, he was one of the first, like, I mean, that band is one of the first bands I ever like was on a tour yeah. with. Yep. So it's been... It's 2009 now, or 2009, 2019, mm-hmm. which is insane. And I met those kids in yeah. 2007, so it's been that many years. <laughs> That's insane. Um, but yeah, so I, I um, you know, but so and so that must that has to be kind of hard. That transition of like, hey, I'm gonna yeah, go do something else. Yeah, or, it was hard, but um, I think that I kind of hit a wall where I didn't really know what to do artistically, you know, because we had just done the book. They were doing another album. We did a, a documentary in the studio. And I was just like, man, like, I don't know what else to do. Like, you know, their branding is a little dark, you know, because I was shooting very like emotional pictures. I was like some of my favorite pictures ever is like, you know, Derek, like wiping his eyes or like he's like tearing up. I have another picture of Derek calling his daughter like for the first time ever. We're like in Australia. It's like super emotional pictures that I I absolutely love. Um, But I was like, man, I kind of want to go into like a different route, maybe like a more fun route or something. And you know, I was doing stuff for, you know, Glamour Kills, which is a clothing company years ago. Mm-hmm. Shooting for them. I was shooting for, like, magazines. Because, you know, the band obviously was very large or still is pretty big band. Yeah. And they were – anything that they needed content-wise, you know, since I was so close with them and they trusted me, they were like, we want Tom to do it. Like, whether it's, you know, magazine work, a- anything. And that says anything. – I mean, that says a lot to you and your as a human and your character and yeah. your loyalty. And I think – I mean, a lot of it is, too, is, like, the brand of it. It's like, well, we don't want this random dude who doesn't get the band, who right. doesn't know our aesthetic and everything, to just come in and, and kind of mess up this photo shoot. Sure. So then that's where, like, we were collabing a lot. You know, we did a – it was, like, a four- or five-page spread in AP Magazine. And this is, like, one of the most randomest things ever. But I was like, man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And Alex actually was like, dude, we should get a projector – I was like, a projector? Like, what do you mean a projector? He's like, we should get a projector and like put something on the projector and hit us with the with with the image and you should shoot it. And I was like, that's amazing. Like cool. So like that that's like the cool so we put like these really dark like trees on them and it's like casting shadows like all over the pic like all over them as like a band, as like a promo. It's like I was like, damn, like that's a genius idea. Like this is amazing. So yeah. You know, they, they just trust me with like a lot of stuff and we would collab like really easily and you know, they're all artists in, in themselves. But um that's the best part I think about working for an artist. You can just sit down with them and be like, Hey, so what should we do? Yeah. You know, whether it's like Well and and the fact that on the flip side they might they'll they'll throw an idea out and then they trust your vision yeah. to fulfill what mm-hmm. they're ultimately yeah, trying yeah. to get out of it. And like so, quality too. Like yeah. they know that they're gonna get the quality out of it too. But you know, some people will come in and a lot of times, like magazines and stuff like that, they'll just hire people, and the magazine won't let them have a, have the band have a say. And it's like, well, damn, have we you, just did, have like, you been on that side now too? Is it, can you speak to that uh, a little bit? Where you've been brought in been, to just do, yeah, like, I, like, I like, have, like yeah. a, a magazine shoot, and then you feel like you might not even be in total. Yeah, control. and I'm like, why? Have, why I mean, are we, we doing don't need this? to name drop, but like, what's, yeah, what's no, that? no, like, I, I definitely have. Like, and, do you, do, does that side of it not really factor into your artistic creative side more? Or is that just? I think a lot of the times when I have done stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty bummed on the outcome okay. because they hit you with like a, Hey, you have to do this a certain way. And it's like, well, man, like then anyone, any photographer can do this. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you can just hire anyone. If you're going to hire me for a reason, you're going to hire me for your, your like, vision. Creative. Yeah, yeah exactly, you're, exactly. What they've seen of your work. Yeah. Already. Which is fine. But that's why I 
um, some of the um, magazine work, I, I just will pass up now. I'm like, man. I mean, some, and sometimes it's cool, though. Like, if they're going to give me a full creative direction, great. I'll do it. Yeah. But if you're going to tell me how to shoot it and, and, and all that stuff, like a formula, like uh, it depends. Right. And then sort of go back to touring, you know, yeah. the, the touring side, like you ha- you feel like you have more of a creative Exa- exactly. input exactly. into, yeah. you know, like once you get to know the artist enough that yeah. there's there's actually trust where it's not, uh, it's not like being cold called for something. For sure. There's, there's, you're going to keep con- continuing on with what you've started. Mm-hmm. So then... Again, out of Mayday, what was the yeah. transition like? Where so so it, it was just cool because like then social media started picking up, and you know I'll get to everything in a second. But um, I think that they really helped me put my name out there, mm-hmm. just because I, I think a lot of people were like, "Man, like Mayday Parade's like aesthetic. It's so cool right now. It's like dark. It fits their band. Like whoever's doing it's great." So then I started getting hit up, hit up by you know a couple other people. You know, and at that point, it's I've been on the road for say three years, just meeting people, hanging out. Mm-hmm. You know, going to get lunch, going to get drinks, like all their bands on the tour, blah blah, whatever. Like you know how it is. Yeah, it's a great networking oh, it's, space. Oh, it's the it's the if if you're willing to hang out and and have a good time, you're networking. Yeah. Like and that, and that's how I you know eventually moved on, and I did. I, I kind of got out of the out of touring for like I would say six months. I did RL Grime, which is a DJ, and then I was doing. I was trying to get into like pop a little bit mm-hmm. and I did some like another act and then I was like man I just want to like get back on the road so then I heard that All Time Low was looking for uh, somebody to do their documentary I ended up going back into that because that was kind of the route I was going for I was like man like this is gonna be really fun sure it's gonna be a way different brand than uh, Made a Parade like All Time Low is you know that poppy band right similar but different yeah, yeah like they like to go out and they you know they, they'll document everything just like you know Mayday and stuff um, so yeah so then we went into that went with them for like three years and I think that they really like since their following is so big I think that they're the ones who really 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 like push it over the edge and put my name out there you know because they were tagging me and everything and they're like such a big social media band like massive social media band um in the interest of that I'll, I'll yeah. ask because I feel like it's a very modern day social media conundrum what what's your take on that like are you just appreciative when you get tagged or you know, made mention um, of, you know, in that case, they're hiring you specifically because I've, I've yeah. noticed that some artists, right, yeah. they'll bring someone out and mm. then they don't tag them in everything. But yeah. I think, but I, then I think the fans know like, oh, so-and-so is out. So sure. like they feel like they don't because they're already paying for the piece or paying the person exactly. for their time or for, no, you I, know, like what's your, what's your like honest take? Like you don't need yeah, to. Yeah, I'm okay with not getting tagged. Um, I do appreciate people who follow my work for my work. And right. not for who I shoot for, um, and I think this is probably a very common, uh, you know, conversation between a lot of photographers. Like, you know, just not to bring up Josiah, he's literally my best friend. He's like, yeah, so like, dude, I'm about to post this picture of this band, but like, no one's going to appreciate it. It's such a good picture, but no one's going to care because it's not Sean, and which which sometimes will bum me out. And I'm like, man, like, I wish people followed me my work for my work rather than Fair. who I'm shooting for, you know? So that's why sometimes I'm not mad about if they don't tag me or not. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's cool. It's do, you like, all, do you also, in that, right, try to, what what you post um, online, try to keep it um, well-rounded and eclectic so that yeah. you don't get pigeonholed into one 100%. artist, I mean, my, one I, the, vision? The way that I kind of go about things on my social media is very, I also try not to get pinpointed very hard on who I'm with. Like, I've been with Dylan for the last year, but I've only posted, say, like, eight pictures of him sure and so i'm not trying to get you know i'm also just trying to you know be a little more diverse Diver- you know? yeah to and, keep it diverse and, and i think that that's really hard with touring not as a photographer like you know with a tour manager or something it's like how do you 
present yourself as like you can do multiple acts, not like multiple acts, but how can you, you know, go, go from a DJ to like a hip hop artist or like something else to say that you can do everything sure. rather than like a resume. Right. Whereas I feel like I'm grateful to just put out, you know, my portfolio and be like, hey, well, I can do this, this, this and that, you know. Um, so that's what I try to do is make it seem like I'm more well-rounded. Well, right, which is great because, you know, if you can do live photos and then yeah, portrait style backstage, and, but then also true yeah. like photo shoot, For sure. full level, yep. mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I think that's the most important thing like as a touring photographer and, you know, working with musicians. And, and you know, I tell a lot of people this. They're like, well, how do you how do you do that? And it's like you just got to just keep shooting different people. Don't get pinholed. Because that's the worst feeling in like the world. It's like, man, well, like, now I can't get out. It's like, now I can't get out of like a DJ world or like hip hop world. Right. It's like, you know, because everyone wants to do different stuff. Like, you know, it's like, I'm sure with you too. It's like, you want to work with different acts and different levels and this and that. It's like, you know, we all have that motivation to do it. Sure. So it's, I, I kind of, at one point I had put sort of an age limit on it for me, yeah. come, kind of in my world where it was, it was, hey, if I haven't made it to this level for by sure. the time I'm, I probably said 30 when I was in my 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I didn't really want to be sleeping in a van anymore. For you sure. know, it's a, it's a great experience to start out yeah. and, and learn the roles and, and, and feel a part of something, but sure. it kind of needed to move on or, you yeah. know, it, it didn't. Yeah, I think everybody by the time they they hit their late twenties, thirties, forties, like you want to if you're if you're doing something and you've picked a career path, you want to be comfortable in it. Yeah, I think I think that a lot of it comes down to just like saying that there's a lot more out there, you know, and like yeah, you might be having a, the best time of your life with like your friends and like you know that's there's your family at that point. Yeah, you know, but there's so many so many different things going on. Like even with learning, like I love learning, uh, especially when I'm working with newer artists and I don't know them. That's a learning process for me. And like, if right. you're going to work for a new artist, that's a whole nother learning process. It's like, why, why, why do people stop learning? Like, or why do they want to stop? Right. Or like, they just get comfortable, you know? Like, yeah, I'm one of those dudes who I'm like, man, if I'm comfortable, like, I'm not doing my best work. Well, and and I guess to go down that road real quick from a technical aspect, yeah. do you you feel like it's constant because gear, I feel like in this day and age, oh, yeah. is constantly changing. And then, yeah. but how, do your methods or your like how you're shooting um, change? You know, and what? Luckily, like on the road, I think that for photographers, it's a little bit easier because of production and stuff like that, and like kind of what we do is always changing, right? Um, so I feel like things kind of change a little bit more for us. Um, but as for gear, like I just brought out a bunch of new stuff on this tour right? and I'll try to rent stuff, you know, if it's like bigger stuff and mm-hmm. like, I, I was just in the studio with, an, with another female artist in the last couple of weeks and I tried to shoot all film, uh, on like a four by five that I got from my buddy Nick mm-hmm. and it, I wasn't really happy with the pictures, but I still tried it. Sure. And I was like, man, like this would be really cool if I just shot all film. So I shot, I think it was like two rolls and I didn't post anything. Do you do you just think just trying new stuff? Yeah, yeah well, but do you think to kind of our generation, as far as tools of the trade and the arsenal, like mm-hmm. you can keep shooting till you're happy versus a film? Yeah. You know, a film you either got it or oh, you didn't. Dude, I get had it. no clue if I got anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I had my digital as well. I had my yeah. my, my camera. Um, but I was really like that was my goal. You know, I feel like a lot of times, like even for this tour that we're about to go on, I'm like, what's my goal? Mm-hmm. And like, what do I want to shoot? And, and you know, how are we going to present it to like his fans and all sure. that stuff? But yeah, when I went to the studio and I, I had my film cameras, I was like, damn, like this is my goal right now. Yeah, to I mean, shoot hey, but but that's film. a great way to put it. And, yeah. and just advice for people out there, like you yeah. can still have a goal, your personal yeah, goal. Like, you know, you yeah. can have a goal for the aesthetic of the band, but then you can exactly. be working on something on the side to kind of 
enhance your abilities as a, f- a photographer, an For artist, sure. or a, you know, videographer. Mm-hmm. In, in the case of your world, like what else are you doing on the side yeah. that could be unique? And you, you know, you're not even maybe telling the artist about it, but you're doing it to see if you For can sure. get a result that yeah. is something worthwhile. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah no, I yeah, I try, I, I try to keep it fresh and new and what so right now just in case there's people listening that are are doing what you're doing or interested and mm-hmm. trying to learn more what are you like give us your rig real quick like in uh a- right now i have a 5d mark 4 uh 24 to 70 20 millimeter sigma art 50 millimeter sigma art and those are all lenses for those yeah, people. Yeah. Not yeah. <laughs> so the the camera body was the Canon, and then all these other things oh, just lenses, are lenses. Yeah. I run very very light. I'll be honest with you. Well, yeah, but when you're traveling so much, I imagine yeah, you don't want to lug to. too much gear yeah, with no. you. But uh, this tour, I kind of brought a little more out. But uh, yeah, yeah, I usually run with like three prime lenses, which the prime is means no zoom. Mm-hmm. I think that those are like the sharpest ones, and I also like moving. Like for when I need to get a shot, I like to move closer. Sure. Rather than just like doing a zoom, it's like, man, like a, I'm not really like a big zoom guy. My but biggest... I've been trying a lot of like, I've been the last say three or four days of rehearsals, I've only been shooting on a zoom lens, which I haven't done, oh my God, years, years. So it's so like the, sort so of relearning is, the exactly. process. And it's, it's funny because I'm literally so far away and I'm like, man, I can get the shot right now, zoom. Mm-hmm. And whereas, like, you know, if I didn't bring that lens or a couple different lenses on the road, like I would have to like walk up to the subject and something. Sure. But so, I mean, but then that's another way to enhance that. And maybe it, exactly. a, a, no, a, a tool you need to keep in your bag for yeah. future so you can get some of those shots that maybe yeah. you normally wouldn't be able to get. And it's just get. something new, like, you know, just keeping. Do you, um, do you travel with more than one camera body these days? Or you uh, have, This tour I do. I have a Mark III as well. And then. And so I, that's like secondary, sort yeah, of like your case. secondary gun. And if you're, yeah, you know, your Or if like say, say they need like a video or something and, and it's like, oh, well, I can just have my homie come out and like just use this camera. Got know? it. So, or if like some, I have to get a shot at front of house or something. I really want to try um, rigging a camera at front of house and then wirelessly triggering it. Uh, so for wherever I am in the venue, right, I right, always right. have like a front of house shot. Yeah, um, sort of. I feel like that's done a lot in sports. It is like yeah, like, are, like if is. you're actually the arena photographer, yep. like you'll it be is. walking around and shooting, but then they have a, a permanent camera mm-hmm. somewhere as well, right? Yeah, I'm for sure gonna do it for Coachella this year. Cool. For sure, like because that festival, oh my god, I, to get to front of house is is a nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare, especially for a DJ or that that's a hard time. Oh my god, it's terrible. Yeah, terrible. So yeah, that's that's another thing that like I you know I, that's like my goal is to be like hey I want to wirelessly trigger this, so I can have literally two of the same shots at different angles at the same exact time. That's awesome, which is interesting, you know. And I only know one person who's ever done it. Well, it's not hard, but right. It's just but like, timing it out and having it be focused right and having yeah, exactly, yeah I'm sure there's exactly. a lot to so. it. Um, okay, so out with all time low for a little while. Yep. Was all-time that years low. as well? A few uh, years. Two years. Two years. Two years. Yeah. And then I was supposed to go out with another artist. You know, All Time Low obviously blew me up. I did everything, you know, did the documentary. We had like a party for the for the DVD and everything. It was amazing. And then I was like, man, so like I did this for them. That's kind of why I was hired. And I was doing stills on the side. And I was like, man, like what am I what am I about to do? Like, like I just did two like two rock bands. Sure. Like I'm like in back what I was saying about being pigeonholed. I was like, man, I, I don't want to shoot like another rock band. So I got offered to do uh, another artist. There's a rock band and kind of burned a bridge sadly and i won't say the name but um i had flights to go on this tour and was you know it was a big summer tour and everything and 
I'm supposed to leave in like four days, but I get a call and it's like, hey, uh, can you do Big Sean on this Rihanna tour? And I was like, fuck. Like this is exactly. That was a transition moment. I was like, this is, this is where I have to burn a bridge in rock and do something that's out of my comfort zone to completely put myself in like this weird position and like right. try something out. And I was like, even if it's for one tour, I'll do it. So that was obviously with Sean. You know, I was over in Europe for three months on the Rihanna tour. Wow. And it was, I thought it was going to be like a one and done situation, but then he ended up hiring me for like the next like three years or whatever, whatever it's been. So in your case, um, how does that come down? Is that a direct, like Sean himself? Like, in, no, you know, I, I guess it was, this... it was his creative director because sure. he had seen my work. Right. And I think at the, a certain level, there's creative directors that are on Instagram all the time. Right. And like, and this is what I was kind of saying about all time low. Like, uh, his name is Mike Carson and he does, you know, right now he's working on like Travis Scott show and like so much stuff and he's incredible. Um, but he found me through God knows who like, but then I'm saying too, in, in a continuation point, um, is that at the request of him that you come back and continue or did Sean oh, like it? You know, like, yeah, how, yeah, 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 of, yeah. Like, once you're comfortable with them, it's, it's for sure. like, has it been more of the artist literally being like, you got to keep coming. Cause yeah, like yeah. He, doing. well, I mean, he, he kind of knew like the first, like when the tour was over, they had some more shows and they had some like other, cause he does a lot of personal stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he's like a charity and all that stuff. Um, but he was like, man, I really like that kid. Like he's cool. He fits in like, he's a little different, but like, <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? Right. Um, so yeah, I was like the nerdy, like white kid who just like made bad jokes all the time and like had my camera, but like they love the camera. They love to be in front of the camera. So but, yeah, I just stuck with them for a little bit. And then, uh, Sean was always Sean, still to this day. He's like, where's Thomas at? Like, why is he not here? Like, and his assistant will call me like, you know, Sean's a little upset that you're not here. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> I'm busy. Like, but yeah, he's, he's always asking. He's, you know, and, and so very at, comfortable at that me. point, making that transition, because, you know, I feel like in no way I'm saying this like against a band like Mayday Parade or All Time yeah. Low, but that's got to be the highest profile touring thing you had done at that point. You're, you know, at, you're, the, at that point, you're yeah. out with somebody like a Big Sean and then re, you're on Rihanna, Rihanna's yeah. tour. Yeah, so. like we were going like bowling with Rihanna and I yeah. was like, what am I? Like I was just with All Time Low, like what just happened? Was there at that level some some things that were maybe more off limits compared, you know, now you were, oh, you, were, yeah, you, were yeah, yeah. you know, you were embedded oh in, in with two bands that are close to your yeah. age and a little bit more family oriented. Mm -hmm. Now you're on these big, they're on this big tour it was all a around tour yeah. right so yeah yeah i mean obviously there's restrictions like dude i'm a dude with a camera and right I, I know it sounds like a lot of people be like well what do you mean like but a person with a camera can probably ruin someone's life like and i know that especially sounds in this crazy, day and age but yeah, yeah nowadays it's like man you know whether it, and not saying any of these people do this stuff but like you know if say you have a girlfriend or like whatever and whatever's happening like that's a prime example of you know put the camera down but I mean, I've never been put in a situ situation like that ever, which is good. But, you know, even times where like people are walking in hallways and it's like, I know to put my camera down. Like, this is not my artist. You right. know, it's like, you know, obviously Rihanna's walking through the hallways, like not trying to be that guy to get yelled at and be like, hey, this is clearly not your artist. Don't shoot her. It's like, right. you know, it's just common courtesy. You, you and, know, you learn that. I feel like people learn stuff the hard way. Right. And I, I definitely did learn that the hard way because I shot her show with a very long lens and... I think her security guard is the one who grabbed my camera and was like, it was, this is, this is like the second or third day of the tour. Right. So, you know, I learned the hard way, but after that I was like, okay, I'm not bringing my camera around. Right. Like her camp at all. I, I think so. That would be something I would love. I mean, you just did talk about it, but I, I think that's interesting yeah. to like, 
add on to your aspect. So yeah. when you are on the inside and mm-hmm. you're embedded and you Don't know, everybody's happy, but then when you're now you're involved in a bigger thing, like yeah. what what can you offer to to anybody who hopefully is listening to this? Yeah. As far as that world, like like uh, when to um, th- think twice on. Mm-hmm courtesy and you know that it's it's not your shot if it's not your artist and because i've yeah. been on the other side on the production team side where mm-hmm. same sort of thing and i deal i dealt with that a little bit this summer we had a we had a videographer out with one of the opening acts and he was like on yeah. our side stage so the headliner side stage and i just i felt terrible for yeah. reacting the way i did but i was sure. just like you got you're, yeah, you gotta I, go man yeah. like you're out of here i like, think a lot has to come down to like even what these people look like like you know, for when you're so involved with an artist, they're approving these pictures and mm-hmm. they're the ones going through it. But if you're, you have the access and say like we're backstage or whatever, and I'm taking these pictures, no one knows what I'm going to do with them. Right. You know, and whether they look good or not, like the, sure. if the artist looks good, cool, whatever. But if they look terrible, like I can still post it. You know what I mean? Right. And like no one's going to stop me. Sure. And that's a terrifying thing, and I think that's like a completely off limits situation because they're not approving it. And now, and they're human humans too. It's like, yeah, man, well, like, and I don't care if I'm a celebrity or not, but like, I look terrible in that picture. Don't post that, you know. And and that's that's a real life thing, you know. But but also, so in that scenario where you said the the security came up to you, yeah, did oh, you yeah. then maybe like could, is maybe a smart move to like go introduce yourself around just yeah. so people are familiar? <laughs> so that's what with, I did. Yeah, that's that what, what you I did. did. <laughs> then you went around and kind of. Well, the next day I had you know I talked to I forgot who I, I think I talked to my tour manager and uh, it was a girl at the time her name was Terry and I was like Terry like I, I kind of fucked up like you know I was shooting the show and she was like no like you can't be doing that and she was like go apologize tomorrow to the security and introduce uh, introduce yourself and I was like perfect it's great so I went there. Uh, to production office or security room. I was like, hey guys, like, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm with Sean, but like, that won't happen again. And they're like, dude, like, it's all good, man. They're super cool. Like, once, right. once you're in, yeah. they were like, dude, no problem, man. And, and then they would see me around all the time. And it's funny because I ended up getting close with a couple, couple of them. And uh, everyone in our camp was like, how do you know them? Like, like, <laughs> like oh, you know, but it's cool. It's cool how that works because then they give you that respect. Sure. Of, of you know, apologizing and stuff like that. And then right. And like, then I imagine if you went and asked to shoot, they would get you credentialed yeah, to shoot. Yeah. So I think it, if it's you just if go about asking, it the right way, right. then it's fine. Yeah. But the fact that I was just in the crowd, like shooting and she was on this like big, like platform thing. I was like, oh, it's great. Like. Yeah, terrible. But yeah, it ended up being but a great life situation, a great life lesson and lesson if you want if you're yeah. going to be a creative in the industry exactly. is um, the whole like shoot first, ask for forgiveness later doesn't always work. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, like, yeah, it could no, get you right. in more trouble. So, yeah. so kind of knowing what you're walking into and being yeah. conscious of that, and especially mm-hmm. in major cities, I know it's yeah. even harder. Just oh, New York and yeah. you know all that stuff. It's like. Yeah, well, you New were York, telling that story Massachusetts, recently. yeah. So it's just, you know, and especially at a place like Madison Square Garden, and, mm-hmm. and I, don't, I don't think people realize they own other venues in New York, and yeah. there's unions, and not, sure. not necessarily laws, but they have their own internal yeah. um, way that they do the things so that they make money if you use it or 100%. you get in trouble or you get told mm-hmm. to take it down. Well, I think and, that's another thing, too, about, you know, if you're shooting something that's not like your artist or something, I think... It's like, man, I'm not trying to make money off this, but but you could sure. sell your stuff, you know, yeah. and and that's why a lot of these people, you know, don't want people like us around or you know, all that stuff. But yeah, and then all right, so you got to go on that tour, with, yeah, with Big Sean, tour, and it was uh, on a, that was a you know, it was a, awesome with someone like a Rihanna headlining. That's got to be awesome. a big experience. Yeah, it was fun. It was you know, it definitely opened my eyes to like a stadium level. You know, we did like Wembley Stadium. Wow, dude, it was insane. And you know, we did all of Europe. 
UK, everything, all stadiums, crazy. Um, it definitely taught me a, a way of touring that, you know, dude, there was like 20 buses, like sure. 25 buses, 50 trucks, whatever, whatever it was, you know? And, um, it was, it was very eye opening. Like I literally took a scooter everywhere, like in the stadium, you know, that's how big it was. Um, but down to like the little things, like I've ne- I never knew there was a, um, like a wardrobe person. Sorry, not a wardrobe person, but like a like a uh, dressing room person. Right. Every day I'd be like, man, our dressing room looks the same. Like, yep. what is going on? And yeah. everyone's like, oh yeah, they have a truck for that. I'm like, they have a truck for couches and like lamps. I remember and, the first time like, I saw something like that too, and couldn't, I was mind couldn't believe that that's just My, part of the budget. But it, it yeah, I can understand at an artist at that level that you want it to be as comfortable as, as comfortable, possible. Yeah, yeah, because you ever walk into these blank rooms, it's like, yeah, it's, ugh, it's, like, so it's so. I mean for people that are listening out there like if you're doing a show at yeah. your local arena whatever town you're in and you go to see you know a, a Justin Timberlake yeah. a, a Rihanna a Big Sean a, you know an artist at that level like you're walking into like the away locker room of a of exactly. whatever team that's plays exactly there, what it is yeah. NHL or NBA or yeah. you know whoever and so it's you know, think classic classroom style. It's just brick walls, cement walls. Yeah. Um, and lockers potentially. And so a lot of yep. the time locally they might um, put pipe and drape up. So just black pipe and drape yep. and that just, just to like make it homey, they'll put some lamps and couches in. But then when you get on big tours, the first time I ever saw it, Dude, like I love it. Being backstage was on Justin Timberlake. Like I was just a local person and they were so like, sick. I was the runner, but I was doing sort of day PA mm-hmm. stuff too. And all of a sudden the dressing room ladies came into that office and they're like, Hey, we just need a hand. Yeah. And, and and my the person that was like in charge of me that day was like, please go help them. Yeah, for sure. And I got to see them just running around and trying to like it's they had so a, you sick. know like at a, on a tour that level like Timberlake also has like a family room where like he keeps all yep. his guests so and they make it yep. they dress it like yep. they fully dress it. There's entertainment in it. There's TVs. Yep. There's music. There's yep. lights. Like they had LED light. Like, yep. So it's a thing where I think they're just trying to make it as homey as possible. Sure. Yeah, like you don't want you know an artist to you know even the crew you know mm-hmm. the crew's out there working from say like five a.m. To 2 a.m. So, yeah, literally. Yeah. And, and it's like the last thing they want to do is just go in a room. With bright yeah, uh, or, fluorescent bulbs on. Yeah, yeah exactly. So like overhead lights. I want, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the times like candles lit and, you know, you know, nice lamps, very dim lighting. Like so somebody take a nap in there if they want to. Like, it's, I, I love that. And that was the first time I ever saw that. I was like, man, this is cool. Yeah. Um, um, where do you, in terms of that, cause I just thought of this, uh, what are some of the craziest places you've ever found yourself like working from? Like, cause you know, you're, oh God. I know a lot of the time people like yeah, yeah. they know you took photos and I think in this day and age, they want things instantly. Sometimes For I sure. imagine you get a lot of requests, like we needed you to turn this around oh, at yeah. least one or two things oh, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, around yeah. quick. Give me like a, a craziest place you've ever found yourself like working from your computer, okay. editing well, photos I'll tell you this from, about, um, where I've probably the coolest place I've ever shot from, mm-hmm. like literally like working. So we were on an arena tour with All Time Low. It was Glasgow 2015, and it was Adam L. Macias and myself. Mm-hmm. We were both shooting, and he like I, he woke up one morning at say like seven a.m. or five a.m. or whatever it was when they were rigging, you know, all the right um, all the the truss and everything. He wakes me up. He's like, "Dude, come with me right now." I'm like, "What do you want, dude? It's like seven a.m." Or it's like 8 a.m., whatever it is at this point. So he takes me up, you know, because, you know, if you ever look above these arenas, they have like crazy catwalks, catwalks. for all the, um, you know, the spotlights and stuff like couldn't that. Couldn't pay he's me. Like, he's you like, couldn't dude, pay me. he's like, we're going up there during the show. I was like, you're a nutcase, but I'll do it. He, so we had to like sign all these paperwork sure. and like get harnesses yep. and, and hard hats. Mm-hmm. 
So it's mid show. He's like, all right, we're going to go up there for the pyro. I was like, okay, we have say three songs. He's like, we have to go now. Cause it's going to take us about 20 minutes to get up there. I was like 20 minutes. Okay, sure. Let's go. So <laughs> me and Adam are like running through the arena. He's like, all right, we have two songs now. We got to go. We got to go. We're wearing like these harnesses and like hard hats and like have all our camera stuff. And we go up there and we, we got the shot. Was, was there in, in that case, was there like stairs up or did you have to actually climb we ladders? We had to take a ladder yep. or it was multiple ladders. Right. And so it was crated where like so you look down and you can literally drop pennies you know like a crate yeah like in like a new york city like sidewalk crate yeah, yeah, situation yeah. and dude i've never been that scared i was like adam this is terrible like what what are we doing he's like dude, this is so great i'm like all right sure like, so yeah, that, that was probably like you know that also opened my eyes of like getting different angles and like really um getting the access in the venue from people who can help you out sure and that was something that he taught me. Right, is to, is to kind like, of talk with the local people yeah, and play nice ex- and, exactly. and ask. And, and it's like, yeah, man, they would love to help you out because people go up there all the time, you know, for spotlights and beams or, you know, whatever. It's like, why not get a cool picture? Because I'm sure not a lot of people have that access. And yeah. if we have that access, why not? Right. Um, so I did that a couple of times after uh, he had taught me that. And it's it's great, man. Like, like he definitely opened my eyes on... I would say experiencing the the entire arena or like venue as a whole rather than, you know, just the photo pit and like front of house and like on the stage, you know, cause there's so much, there's so many different angles. Right. Cause if you get that one unique yeah. shot, it's going to, that's going to make its rounds on the internet versus exactly. just yeah, the exactly. standard. Exactly. And, and there's going to be a lot of questions like, well, how did he do that? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that, you know, obviously Adam is like a mentor to me. He's like a big brother, but um that was a cool story. And then I would say probably the craziest place I've ever worked. Yeah, like worked from like Sunday, yeah. like, all right, you got to turn something around and yeah. now you're wherever. Where you're like, can, Do you have any thoughts on that? Oh, man. I've worked like under stages. I don't know if that's like that cool. Well, yeah, but there's just you and like I can yeah. picture just you and your computer under the stage. Yeah. 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 No, that's for sure a thing. Um, I don't know. I always have my laptop on me though, for sure. Like, just for reasons like that, you know. Right. I've definitely worked on like a couple boats. That's really weird. Okay. See, yeah, but you know, I'm to think. I don't know. Well, definitely right. some weird places though. Let's for, let's for sure. let's, uh, let's just transition back. So then, was that with you were out with Big Sean for a little bit, and yep. then how? What was the transition? Was was uh was Mike Finn involved back in the transition? To yeah, make yeah, it yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Obviously, Francis. Well, yeah. So I mean, I still do some work for Sean here and there, but he's just taking some time off right now. He's you know probably off we did this year maybe three weeks mm-hmm. um but next year he's gonna pick up and so I, I was just looking for like something else to do you know i was just like you know i did hip-hop i was like do i do another hip-hop artist like and sean's the best like he's not a normal hip-hop guy he's n- you know he's very straightforward very clean cut mm-hmm. and no offense to any hip-hop people but like i was like i don't think it can get better than this you know with, with a with a dude and a team that is very straightforward i was like it was it's great so I was like, do I do hip hop again? Like, I don't know. Like, I got a couple like leads and everyone's like, you should do this, you should do that. I'm like, uh, I don't know. So then that's when Mike hit me up and he was like, yeah, you should do this. You know, it was New Year's Eve. He's like, you're doing anything on New Year's Eve. And this is last year. And I was like, no, but I would love to work. Like, I hate New Year's Eve. Like, why, like, yeah. why do I care? So he's like, yeah, come out with me and Dylan. I was like, cool, perfect. Let's do it. And then that's why I met Dylan for the first time. And uh, we instantly hit it off. Like, Dylan is you, you've met him, right? I actually I have I just uh, have heard everybody's stories. Oh, I haven't actually met him in person yet. He's ridiculously funny and just like very personal. 
Um, for the longest time, he didn't know my name, which was pretty funny. And uh, but yeah, we kicked it off, and then yeah, we're here now. I love where I love him. He's he's literally like a big brother to me. Like we talk when we're at home all the time, and he's fun. That's awesome. Very personal as well. Yeah, so. and I mean, do you feel like that was uh th- th- that worked quicker this time? Like he let you in a little bit faster, and I guess it's different yeah. too because like yeah, he did. I guess with somebody like a Sean and him, it's just one. You know, you're not chasing down exactly. Or having to well, chase after so I many think something people. different with one. Dylan was that he had a he had a photographer already, mm-hmm. and then he went to another job. Um, so I think that he was used to. Uh, having a camera around him at all times, he's very open to everything. Sure. Whereas, like when Sean didn't have someone, I was his first. Wow. Yeah, which is really interesting to think about. Um, but but again, that goes back to I feel like um, people's creative or yeah. artists, creative people around them, going like, "This is a thing now. Like, we want to yeah. have someone come in yeah. because we want a better photo, a better aesthetic. Like, sure. you know, you can only get so much out of a phone of camera." Yeah, Dylan let me in pretty easily. He he's you know he's great, but that was kind of you know because you know if you look at what we were just talking about, it's like I went from two rock bands to a hip hop artist to a DJ, and you know I think it's pr- not saying I had uh, like a formula to do it at all. Right. I would say it's, it was just more timing and like that was my idea to do something like that, very cohesive and yeah, very break, like break off from yeah the thing you had already done, and it was just. It it wasn't hard for me, but I, I can see where people say saying it, it is really hard, you know. Um, so Dylan going on tour, yep. Um, right now, so you're actually gearing up or geared yep. up for that. Do you have any? What's your goal? So you talked about it earlier. Goals, yep. kind of goals of of moments or tours. Yep. Do you have one for this tour? Yeah, with Dylan? I do. So what we're doing, and we kind of just started the idea yesterday, was um, we're gonna. So he owns the Lost My Mind Tour dot com domain. Okay, is that and, the name of this tour? Yeah, that Lost you're going My Mind. On? And then. Um, you know, there's a for a lot of his social media. It's very you know for Twitter and Facebook, we'll post like four or five pictures, and then on Instagram, he'll do like some stories, and then we'll do some like iPhone video stories, and then maybe do like a live post if it's funny or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this tour, I'm pretty I'm pretty focused on like the details of every aspect because he doesn't really tour. It's not like tour bus touring. It's a lot of flying. Right. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more to capture because I, also I haven't been on a bus in two years. First of all, which is insane. And um, so what we're doing is doing like full galleries of like all my pictures that, that will be approved um, on the website to do more of like an inside look. Right, because I'm sure, I mean, you just... everything you, rather than just what he's going to post. So even like you were just here for a couple of days doing rehearsals, I'll, so I'll I'm do, sure there'll be like, a whole gallery of that yeah, as well. Yeah, ex- which is cool. Like kids, exactly. I feel like kids, his fans especially, like they don't get to see that. No, like, no, they, they don't. going to get to see that. Exactly, they don't. Like... There's, you know, I took pictures of Dylan literally at a table, um, like practicing the set and like, you know, it's like with our whole crew and everything. And Mm -hmm. like, that's a real behind the scenes look of like, you know, it's not him just like walking around a city. Um, So I'm trying to capture more like detailed oriented, um, you know, like close ups of things. And I'm trying to shoot very tight objects right now um, because I have like these new lenses that I'm trying out. Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm just trying to do like more galleries and trying to make it like a whole Rather than just kind of pieces, I guess. Right. So not a daily piece, but you can get the full, like, like full version. Feeling of being on tour, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like for example, I'm, I'm so. I know this might sound cheesy, but I haven't been on a tour bus in two years. So, but I'm so excited for like, you know, like a movie night and like capturing that of like Dylan. Right just watching a movie on the tour bus or like partying on the tour bus. Like, yeah, it's well, something and, I haven't captured. And that's of sort him. of sort of like the vision of of what I want to get 
into with people like yeah. on this because you know we're still living a life out there yeah. and, it, and there is a sort of like everydayness or you're looking for that sometimes sure. it's harder to yeah, find it i agree with that um so that's rad to hear that you're going to do more of like a real yeah. inside look like it's not just like a photo of the day yeah. but it can be like a complete experience mm-hmm. of for sure. rundown of the day yeah it should be like even you know i took a picture of him eating his food the other day and i was like man like i it's so weird that I haven't taken a picture of you like at a rehearsal space. Mm-hmm. Right, because like, you guys are usually break. just at nightclubs. Yeah, or... just like nightclubs or just like at hotels and like walking around the cities and stuff like that. Yeah. So it should be really interesting. Like that's my goal is to capture, you know, and I do capture a lot when we're away. But I think there's a lot missed because of travel and stuff like that. But that, that truly like sitting down, eating a meal, sharing that information, going through that. Yeah. Like that's real candid. Like yeah. that's truly like things exactly. that people take for, you know, like for sure. And I'm yeah. sure that there are plenty of people that want to see that, that they for love sure. the hype, big, loud, mm-hmm. fully colorful, explosive photos. Yeah. But then they also want to see that like, yeah, he, he yeah. eats dinner. Like he eats dinner. Like, well, so, yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of like always my goal. Like when I was even starting to tour was like, man, how can I make these celebrities, you know, connect with their fans more. And it, my idea of it is just to make them look like normal people, right. you know, and like they do normal things. Yeah. Um, and I think that like really comes across uh, a good amount in my pictures. Like I took this one picture of like Wiz Khalifa the other day, not the other day, but like a couple months ago that I, I love. And so many people were like, damn, like that's so cool that he's just like, you caught him in a moment. Yeah. Like it's just like a super candid like moment. Just like, hanging with Sean, it's like smoking some weed, but like laughing, like having a good time. You know what I mean? It's like, right. And you, it's so so cool. But so again, you're, you know, you've refined and honed your craft into what it is, but it's all about being there too and and being accepted into, you know, being, having that, that access to the artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's obviously the hardest part, but yeah, just making them seem like normal people. And that like, I think people really, really connect with that the most. Cool. I think so. Um, all right. Well, now I'm just, I usually have a couple of questions that I want to ask people that are like, there'll be a few that are, that are kind of running throughout this, this podcast. Um, so what was for you like a sort of like, holy shit moment of your career so far with, you know, like whether it being just you personally, like getting to experience something and shoot something or like with one of those artists, Mm -hmm. either, or you can answer it either way or, you know, like, what was that? Like, wow, this is, this thing is bigger. I'm, wow. I can't believe I'm here. You know, give us one of those moments. Um, I would say my favorite is probably like when my parents come out. And they kind of put it in perspective because mm-hmm. then they're, you know, even like my brother, like he'll always be like, damn, like this is crazy. Like, you, you know, because I feel like people take for granted, you know, kind of what we do. And right. they look at it um, in like a pinhole and they'll be like, you know, it's just another day. And it's like, no, man, it's so cool. We're entertaining thousands and thousands of people every single day. And these people, we have to make them have the best night of their lives so that they can remember something as like a memory. Um, and I think my parents and, and my brother have always, uh, they, I feel like they always bring that moment back to me, you know, when they like come and visit and like, you know, do all that stuff. They remind you of that. Yeah. They'll, yeah. they'll just be like, man, like we'll never forget that. Or even when they meet the artists I'm working for, like my parents love meeting their, you know, like my mom cries every time she's like, you know, she's met all time low, made it parade. Like they've all been to my parents' house before. Like, right. You know, and, and my parents met Sean and like they like had dinner together. Like it was, it was great. They haven't yet to meet Dylan, but sadly. But like they, they I don't know, they, they just love it. And Keeps you grounded. Though, yeah, and for sure. You, like, yeah, we do. I mean, we really do. It's, uh, I, 
I've found myself trying to take those steps back from time to time like sure. in the craziness of a day or a schedule to be like, oh yeah, but we're also exactly. act, doing X today. And like for sure, who yeah. gets to do that? Mm-hmm. No, and, for sure. Um, well, that's, I, think, I think seeing uh, my family and like my hometown friends hang out with my tour friends is like, the like I swear to God, I'll like cry every time. Like That's awesome. Like, dude, because some of my best friends from home have hung out with like all of my tour friends before. And I'm like, dude, like this is colliding worlds and like it makes me so happy. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and obviously it's like a proud moment, you know. So that's like that's like my favorite cool of probably everything. Um and then give me and I'm interested to hear what your answer for this one is. So mm-hmm. number one touring essential, but I'll I I want to make sure everybody's clear. Yeah, yeah. Phones and computers aren't included because uh-huh. clearly we all like uh, yeah, that's a, just like a you, if you're on the yeah, road yeah. and touring and working, you're gonna have your phone and your computer. Does my camera count? I mean, I'm gonna say your camera is excluded from this too because I, I know too, you're yeah. gonna have. So give me your like what like so when you're gonna like right now you're leaving. You have your I'm looking at your bags over yeah, here, yeah. your duffel bag and your okay suitcase. okay. I, I like, got, what's I got, your I one got, thing like you have to right, have on so the road? So this is really new. Mm-hmm. This is this is the first trip that I've ever done this. But after this tour, I will never leave my house to go on another tour. This is the thing I'm looking for. Out slides or these slippers. Like, just like, oh, com- you just got like a good pair of slippers. Well, yeah. Dylan just got me those. That's Dude, rad. they're great. And I'll, so I'll just like wear, you know, because like, you know, you take off your shoes in hotels and stuff like that. They're the, they're the Allbird slippers. They're the one, they're the internet slippers. Because I feel like amazing. you can wear them like traduce slippers and slide the heel down yep. or wear them. Yeah, yep. these are nice. I'm just going to really describe nice. them for Dude, folks listening at home. So, yeah, so I've been wearing them. You know, I wear them at my apartment all the time, but right. I've never thought to bring them on the road. Slippers are a game changer on the road. Like, Unbelievable! I I feel I feel very fortunate lately to have be, be working for an artist big enough where the hotels are are, are top notch and there's yeah. a, a robe and slippers oh, usually that's like my great, that's my favorite thing these days yeah I feel very I'm very 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 fortunate it's in so that. crazy that I just started doing it and like you know I'll wear my sneakers out all day long right but you know you I think for me it took me a really long time to. Uh, try to balance and try to make myself feel comfortable without feeling like I'm on the road. And I'm sure you've probably felt mm-hmm, that too. Mm-hmm. It's like you come to these hotels, but how do you make yourself feel like you're at home? And you, whether it's like bringing like a candle and like, you know, some, you know, whatever. But my thing now is literally slippers. my slippers. Hell yeah. It's it, it's such a game changer. My, my thing in that vein is I, somebody told me that I should get like a, HDMI cable for my phone and I was like I don't I want to be able to be like have sure. my phone so I just got one for my computer so like yep. you know and just a day where you can put on Netflix on the big screen I've done that too, yeah. and not pay for it you know like yep. that that's uh-huh. my like yep. it makes me feel like you know cl- like yep. you're saying be be chill put a vibe on and then yep. just watch a movie yeah and- I've brought an HDMI mm-hmm. to, to edit <laughs> through yeah, a TV that's before even, that's yeah. even more resourceful use it for as a you monitor, yeah, yeah that's I mean yeah I've done it yeah uh, that's like it's 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 weird. It's weird, but all right. And the other, the other, I'm trying to round this out to like three solid questions. Yeah. So the other, the other question that pretty much everybody's going to get asked is, what advice would you give to yourself? I'm going to just say five years for you because you're yeah. still coming up on pushing ten. But so five years ago, what would you offer to yourself now that you've seen a couple more things like that, yeah. like to do five years ago? Like what? Okay. What would you tell yourself? I'll be honest. Okay, so I used to party like a lot on the road. And I think that's something, not saying I regret it. You know, I was, I was really young and, you know, I was like, man, I'm on the road. Like, this is great. And yeah, alcohol you perils of so, a young man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was single and all that stuff, you know. But I kind of wish that I didn't party as hard because I feel like I kind of um, 
lost a little bit of the work aspect of things. Okay. I felt like I got a little too comfortable sometimes at points. Um, and my work wasn't the best or what, I, you know, I wasn't trying to, you know, work as hard cause I was like hung over and I was like, oh, right. fuck this. Like, so that was like one thing I was like, I definitely took advantage of the dark side of touring. Sure. Um, but I mean, we, we see it, we experience it every exactly, day and, yeah. and, but you've clearly grown from that. Yeah. And yeah so that's exactly, why you're yeah. offering yourself that advice, which for I think sure. is great advice. Yeah. For, for, you know, cause you know, you get put in these situations and it's like, oh, well, you know, cause you know, everyone, th- everyone thinks it's a party. It's yeah, like, but it, and, and, it, and it is, but it isn't exactly, exactly. And I think that's something that I was like, Ooh, like I need to step back and I, and I did step back from it, you know? Yeah. Well, that's so. great. Okay. So then I'll jump out of that too. Um, give me one thing you do now, um, for your health. Well, I, wh- whether it be physical or mental health, like what's the thing that you've kind of yeah. grown into on the road, you know? So if you're saying you kind of stepped out of yeah. maybe drinking so heavily or partying or, or whatever sure. you were doing and, and yeah. now, like what have you maybe put in place of that, that you do a little bit more religiously? Um, I don't really like work out. I think for me, um, it doesn't. And it, does, it can just be a thing that you yeah, do yeah. to give you, you like away from shooting or your computer. Sure, just I, to like be peaceful. I think a or, lot of it has to come down to you know because since you know we've been touring for so long, it's like we know a lot of people in different cities. Mm-hmm. I think a huge thing is either staying in touch with those people and going to see them and like going out of you know the touring uh, circle to like experience something new and like stay in touch with these people and like reconnect and do whatever i think that has so been escaping the, the venue or your hotel yeah yeah Ex- escaping the venue and like seeing you know other friends and kind of you know trying to go that route like you know it's like i just hung out with alex from Ada and right you know just had lunch with him and you know. yeah and then you also got to go see nashville while Ex- you were doing exactly that. yeah yeah so i think that is probably the best thing that Cool. I could do Same. I usually try and uh, yeah, try and get out. Yeah, you gotta get out, man. Uh, and then, yeah, to go along with that, though, give me, because I feel like you drink coffee as well. Yeah, big coffee. Do you have a favorite spot in America? Because that narrows it down a little okay, bit. Okay, okay. But so, do you have, like, you know, Mike was easy. Mike said Madcap. Oh, God. Because that's one of his, that's his I'll favorite. I'll be honest, and yeah. not to sound like a good friend or anything, right. but I love Anchorhead. You like, could be a good friend. We could like, name drop. I'm, I'm happy to love plug them Anchorhead. I love going there. I love seeing Jake. I I love the coffee. It's so good. It's so good. I think Anchorhead is actually probably the coffee, uh, or the, the style of coffee that got me into Co- like into yeah. yeah sorry, I didn't know how to say that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, man. This is a thing, and then right. I and then there's a whole you know. Uh, so we we all uh, he got brought up last podcast or a few podcasts ago depending on when this comes out with mike with mike nice. mike brought him up mike actually put jake's email address on the podcast so i hope <laughs> again if you go back to the first podcast with mike that. finn and you want to email jake paulson um just tell him we say hello from the notes from that the road is podcast so funny. Uh, but yeah so jake paulson and another buddy of ours mike steiner they yep. were both road yep. road guys too yeah. they're both audio engineers and then yep. they kind of took a big leap and have mm-hmm. opened several coffee shops yep. in the greater seattle yep. area now and i mean i got a coffee education from them too because that's yeah. one of my favorite things to do on the road but cool respect I, they, they I mix it's some of the best coffee, coffee i've i've had it's as well so good. they're they're too they were always like this with sound so i as soon yep. as they said they were doing coffee they're You're just, like it's gonna be successful. they 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 can't sleep yep. like they don't sleep over it so i i appreciate that always have, have you been to the um 
to the store or just the, the one downtown yeah it's, oh, it's very so, so like they sick. they took a the idea of like a dark metal aesthetic and yep. turned a coffee dude, shop even their that. instagram like because mm-hmm. jake's like taking the pictures super now. dark oh it's yeah, so, so good like for somebody like yourself when you see yeah. that like, do you like that they have a motif like they've I, kind I of followed that like yeah. realm of like all right an artist well, that's, you know like that's we have nowadays with like a lot of coffee spots like mm-hmm. Dude, even like Alfred's or something, they all have a certain way that they're Aesthetic. posting like images and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it, it, and it's a reason why people go there. Right. It's like even to just post a picture on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I went there. Right. And Alfred's is. And they're selling you. They're selling. Well, Alfred's is, is selling. Alfred is selling you L.A. Like L.A. vibe and L.A. Yep, girls yep, and Instagram yep, models. Like yep. they're definitely they're selling you yep. that vibe. You go there and that's yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, all right. Well, um, do you? Have anything you'd like to add? Do you have anything you want to plug? Go. It's, this is your time no for plugs. that. You can plug. I mean, uh, well, I'll. I mean, I'll link everything in. Yeah. In you know, on, on socials to your socials, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas Falcon. Are you just at yes, Thomas Falcon? Yeah. Okay. Twitter. Do you have anything Instagram. else? So yeah. What? Anything else no, going on right now? No, just hanging. Uh, yeah, trying new stuff every day. I think that's probably the goal. Uh. Yeah, that's all. Cool. And then where actually where are you guys off to? We're so so to, again, Tom Thomas is starting tour today. Basically, you, he's going to get on a tour bus tonight, tonight. and leave so Nashville. I'll be honest with you, my mom called me today. She's like, "Where are you guys going?" <laughs> I had to look at the routing. We're doing like Madison, Minneapolis, Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City, Dallas, Austin. Coming back here, I know at some point too. Uh, we right? are coming back here, yeah. actually. Yes, yeah, the seventeenth, um, which is in three weeks. Well, if this thing gets up on the internet fast enough, check out the Dylan Francis tour dates for those of you that yes. might be interested in Dylan, and maybe go say hello to Thomas at yes. one of these shows. He'll be running around the venue. Yeah, like a maniac, <laughs> I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running around always. But yeah, just keep shooting. You know, try new stuff. I would say shoot everything and everyone. You know, you never know who's gonna like help you out. I think that's anything within touring. You know, I think. You you give a bone and you'll get one back, you know. No matter if it's ten years down the road, like or you know, a day later, you know. Right. I think that's like that's always been my thing. And not saying like I'm trying to like help everyone out, but you know, just like actually, yeah. Wait, so final. I'll leave yeah. one final question and uh-huh. then we'll we'll sign off. But so who? I know you mentioned Adam Elmacias yep. earlier as a mentor. Just text me. Um, favorites. Give, give me top three right now. Other favorite uh, music photographers. photographers. Yeah, music photographers in, in the world that you exist in. He can be one if you want <sighs> okay. to. That's totally fair. Yeah, yeah, I think. yeah. No, well, I won't say my name. Okay, so <laughs> no, no, I said Adam. So Adam can oh, not Adam, you. He can, okay, Adam Adam's, can be one. Adam's one. Okay, so there's 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 this dude named Greg Noir. Okay. N o i r e. He's very new to shooting. He's like 33 or so. He probably just started shooting like two years ago and he's on tour with Childish Gambino. Wow. Great dude. Okay. Hysterical. Um, work is phenomenal. Like, I imagine if Donald oh Glover's got God. somebody out with him. Like, he blew up in seconds. Like, he, it was the fastest I've ever seen anyone be on the road. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what is happening? So he's, so he's great. Um, Greg Nemore. Um, Al Makaias, obviously, he doesn't really tour as much anymore. Um, and then I'll, you know, Josiah Van Dien's best, cool. best friend. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. But yeah, those are probably my three faves. Who else? Well, no, that's I mean, yeah. Danny Clinch, you know, obviously. But Yeah, when we um, had a at length conversation yeah, again, yeah. and it goes back to access, that guy yeah. is, yeah, exactly. you know, he's exactly. been around forever. Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's, he's been in the, the mix of some of the yep. most kind of amazing scenes of rock yeah, and roll I'm for the last 30 years. But I mean, that's great. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's There's a lot of, so, so I like only follow uh, <laughs> photographers. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like only follow photographers, but 
Yeah. Cool. Well, Thomas Falcone, legend. Thank, thank you for being you. a part of this. Thank you, my sir. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Yes, sir. Yeah. Big shout out to Thomas Falcone for joining us on this episode. I hope you all laughed at his fake ID story as much as I did. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Notes from the Road Pod and subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or your preferred podcast listening site. Notes from the Road is produced and engineered by Isaac Burkhart, along with production and design by Andrew Cook. Thanks. See you next time. <laughs>